so. Sure. As ready as we'll ever be. LA is our house. This is episode 68. I'm here with David. Hey, hey. And Lewis. Welcome back, everybody. And we're back from our last episode, episode 67. Asterisk episode yep. 67. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All See right, you, episode guys. 67. So let's talk about our last uh, home game, LA versus Philly. Do we have to? We do. I do mean, we have to? that's what we're here for, right? Is it? We, I mean, we could just go ahead and do MLS recap and then just have everyone forward to our Twitter feed. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you, uh, there's like some passive aggressive notes that I put for myself in MLS recap about I see this emoticons. Game. Well, not emoticons. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. So <laughs> LA versus Philadelphia, what was, uh, what was dubbed as the Garbage Cup. <laughs> it, it sure lived up to its name, didn't it? It, it certainly did. Yeah, God it damn, did. that was game was garbage. It was mm-hmm. by far the worst game I've seen this year. Well, it, not it was, worse than Seattle. I, no, yeah, I, I, I meant as no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not talking about performance wise. I'm talking about just like the game value. If you're neutral, I'm sure you fell asleep or turned the TV off. That was one of the worst this. games of the week for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm saying, if you look at the other games around the league, you see skill tactics. Level play difference. I mean, all of it. All of it. This was just a bunch of guys kicking the ball around, maybe, uh, for 90 minutes. Well, when you get the two worst teams in the league, this is the kind of game that you should expect. Well, look, lots of people leading into this game and then following the game were like, guys, we couldn't even beat the worst team in the league. And I Yeah, because we're really fucking bad right now. And and all I did is I have to go back to what Lewis said last week. A dysfunctional team is far, far worse than a team that's lacking talent. And right now, we are a very dysfunctional team. Oh, yeah. I mean, we started Jermaine Jones as striker. (laughs) Or what seemed like a striker. Like, seriously. and Zhao side by side. That gave me the shits when Uh, I saw the lineup. But but hold on. (laughs) But hold on. We'll get to that in a second. Because I saw Jermaine Jones as a striker, and I decided that the theme for for the game in Twitter was the shruggy icon guy because that's kind of <laughs> what that's, yeah I guess you because, know the, the because, CCL because shruggy because what else do we have to lose right yeah I guess I mean you know games obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we gotta stop credibility <laughs> respect yeah. dignity no, I don't know games, if we have any of those points. things still. um Wait, Although, are we talking about are we talking about Ellie's our house or are we talking about the galaxy? We're talking about the galaxy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say but, we but, still have dignity but, and respect. Uh, well, I was gonna say, but uh, you could apply it to us as well. Now that I think about it, minus the oh. games. But, right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, well, we'll get we, the balls we, and beers. Yeah, so. like, um, we have balls and beers. That's a game. But I will give credit where credit is, is due. Uh, Bobby had mentioned the Husidic and uh, Jao Pedro uh, combination, and it, it seemed to have somewhat worked out at least it, uh better than it has been in the last uh well, look, six man, games we didn't with... look as bad as the seattle game so anything would look better everything right. would I've... look like it would work right exactly and you're playing again you're playing against philadelphia JJJ where i mean seemed like it worked compared to that game <laughs> right exactly and you're not going up against dempsey lodero and morris you're going up against right. i don't know who cares and what <laughs> yeah so i mean there's a there's a big but, difference there but doya <laughs> Gucci, Gucci's on the bench. Uh, that's about it. That's all I know. Yeah, we, I was gonna say Latu, like, but no, Latu's on the different team. And uh, 
Let's see. Yeah, this is us like MLS nerds not knowing who the hell is on Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Mar- you Marisa don't know who. Oh, Mar- I know. Mar- 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 Mr. Philadelphia over roster. here. I knew Andrew Blake's in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andrew Blake. Yeah, yeah. Andre Blake. Uh-huh. Yeah, you said Andrew. And I said Andrew Blake. So there there it go. is. See? There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. You've been pushing that. Yeah, man. I'm practically. This past few weeks. You guys know if I'm. If you you listeners know I, I, for whatever reason, I had a soft spot for Philadelphia. Maybe because, as I said. Before the season started, I feel like us, the LA Galaxy, we're going to be the Philadelphia of this year. Oh, well, so far, there. I'm right. But not um, exactly the way you Philad- were thinking about Except Philadelphia's it. worse. <laughs> except real Philadelphia's worse. Make sure you guys worse. check out Balls and Beers. Yeah, all of it. All Just of it. listen to all of it. Um, look, Bradley Diallo starting it right back. Again, shruggy guy. Sure, let's try that dude. Because Nathan Smith had one bad game. Um, to be, but Bradley Diallo did pretty good. Yeah, he yeah, did actually. He was, th- he was, he had a very solid game. He had a solid game. He had a very solid game. As but Lewis said, as, as Bobby said, Baggio started alongside Jao Pedro. And I thought that Jao Pedro looked the, like he had his best game in a Galaxy uniform. It wasn't good, but I it was his best his game his best in a game. very long yeah. time. I think his first few couple games were actually decent. Um, but that's way back when now. I, I think um, that, uh, that there's a couple of uh, factors. Number one, we expect absolutely nothing from Jao Pedro. So any, <laughs> any positive exactly. thing that comes, oh, that comes his way, that it, it, it exceeds our expectations. Number two, you're playing against one of the worst teams in the league. Sure. And, and number three, uh, you change the formation where Jermaine Jones is no longer paired with him and you put him up front where he's roamed, you know, uh, up roaming out, around that attack. out of the way. Yeah, where he's out of the way. And all of a sudden, he... Um, he becomes somewhat productive um yeah maybe maybe because i don't know maybe he's just not shrugging it off to jermaine jones like uh that fool's gonna get it anyways because he's running all over the place possibly we don't know um i I thought it was a very interesting formation that came out when i first saw it i was like yeah same thing the little shruggy guy i'm like okay because you know you gotta try something different if this if this is what it's gonna be then 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 you know go for it uh we come out with a four two three one formation um Results didn't really change much. Uh, we were unable to score against the uh, team that allows the second most goals in the league, only behind uh, Minnesota um, at yeah. home. Yeah, and both posts. And if you take out us. the first, if you take out the first three weeks in Minnesota, I think that yeah, Philadelphia is. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take away the first like twenty goals in the first two games. Yeah, you're probably uh, uh, Philadelphia's probably at the bottom somewhere because Minnesota is definitely you know tightening up their defense. But um, this game, you weren't really going to be able to tell much. If if the Galaxy were to have won this game, you would have said, yeah, they, they beat Philadelphia. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to criticize them for doing something that they were supposed to do. But this is one of those trap games. This, is, this was kind of a mm-hmm. lose-lose situation mm-hmm. for the Galaxy. You win. Yeah, okay. So uh, can you do that with, you know, uh, a better team? Chicago. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just say was, Chicago yeah. for Who the next game. Infinitely better yeah. uh, midfield than we do. Yes. And then uh, if we lose the game, I mean, we just lost to Philadelphia, being the first team to uh, go down to them since August, whatever. I have my counter up here somewhere, but <laughs> I'll bring it up at some other point. But I mean, it was kind of a lose lose situation for uh, for the Galaxy. And, you know, yeah, sure, it's a step up from Seattle, but. That's not really a good thing when we have to say a tie at home against Philadelphia is a step up 
from where we've been. I that's mean, that's a, horrible. That's that's, that's how a, far down it, in to the To me, it's not are. a step yeah. up. It's just like a relief that we got through that one. Now let's see if we could. I don't even think we got through that one. Well, not losing. That's but uh, I mean, we have no, a major horrible. We no, have a major up. problem if we think that not losing to Philadelphia at home was a success. We have a major problem if that is our mentality. It well, really we is. We do have a major problem. What are you talking about? Why are you asking that? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we, we, we're we're well aware that we have a major dude. problem, so but I mean, is, there is, we're all is, talking is, about it as it if like this was a positive thing, and I'm not looking at it that way. I'm not because it is the only positive thing. It yeah. literally is the only positive thing right now. But I'm in my... I, I said it last week that I'm in my pool of negativity. So this game, I mean, I, I can't even say that... Just do the that. math. Negative or positive it's in negative. points? Well, okay. For, for me, in it's points. negative. It's it's a, it's, we got a point. So you lost me. Okay, so if you're listening to Balls and Beers, you know that Bobby had a, a few bad weeks. And he's got down, like, you know, he was down to, like, negative 18. And then that why, one week where why we, are you blasting me all of a sudden? Where we were all bad, <laughs> where we were all bad, Bobby had a step in the right direction or a less bad week than the rest of us. That's what Bobby's talking about. I guess. That's the that was the galaxy this week. It was I, I, the, it has well, to it be. wasn't positive, but because it was I'm not because I'm not like looking at this as I gained one point. Shift my weight it's just general good. It, yeah, it's I like don't know. You, did, no. you, you got a point in a game. That's good than losing. That's it. It's yeah, quite, that's such quite a clear. There. But that's but, that's yeah, horrible. That's, God, that, that, that's, that's horrible. so horrible to say because I'm not looking at it, and we've had this argument before. Yes, I, I'm not looking no at it as we gained a right point. Now. I'm looking there at it as that no we've lost two. There's no right. other option right now. It's so. It, that's why. That's what I'm saying. It's literally that bad right now. And this is heartbreaking. Just the fact that we're even talking about this is absolutely heartbreaking to me. That we have sunk so low that we that. We have to scrap for something positive to talk about. Yeah. It's just, it really is heartbreaking. Well, last week we talked about the weather. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was pretty good. That was, that was good. the traffic over there this, this time around. I don't oh, know. I didn't, didn't go, go to the, the game. game. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't go, go to the game. game. So None of us went to the game. No traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get to watch the game on TV. Which yeah, was, was which was horrible, by the way. So yeah. that, that, even was that wasn't a positive. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, because I didn't even have that channel. I had to go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You were safe, dude. You really were. Well... Bobby mentioned it earlier. Joe Pedro probably had the best offensive chance in the first half. Yeah. I mean, Alessandrini had a shot. Boateng had a shot. But Joe Pedro beat the keeper, hit both posts and out. But, <sighs> you know. I mean, I, I, I will I will so say that needed. that's unlucky. That's very unlucky. Sure. I mean, how, how do you hit? Sure. How do you hit both posts in one shot? And, like, I mean, it's just it sucks when you see something like that happen. Let alone with one post, but when you're hitting both of them across the, you know, <laughs> yeah. piece of the goal, it's just like lie. you got to be kidding me. Um, but I can't even say that's indicative of our, of our season because I don't even think we're that close to you know, being, <laughs> you know, oh, we're just right there to our goal. No, we're not. No, we're no, not. No, we're not. Um, but uh, it's it's just I don't even want to say I'm upset because I mean I obviously wanted to beat this team. We should have beat this should team. We didn't beat this team, and yet I'm not upset i'm not angry i'm kind of numb to that feeling and like i said i think the only word i can use to describe it is heartbreaking i mean i don't know how else to describe what is going on with this team and and what's more heartbreaking is that earlier this week i think a statement was made by who was it was it chris klein who 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 made the statement that someone from the someone from the front office had had um, um, made an official statement it's like hey this is exactly where uh what we wanted and this is what we expected from an awful and i'm like 
what? <laughs> right. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me reread this because maybe I just lost this in translation. I had to read it a few times. And yeah, I, it was just like, wow, our, our, our front office saw this coming and they're cool with this. They, they, they see the world we're playing and they're OK with this. Right. So I'm either saying this is very delusional. This is very stubborn on their part. Or th- it's that, you know, that vote of confidence in our coach when we're just going to sack him in about a week or two. Yeah. But, you know, that death sentence hasn't happened yet. It has not it's, happened yet. It, it is the dreaded vote of confidence, but it hasn't happened yet. Well, I, I last maybe, week maybe the tide of Philadelphia, you know, gave them that that stay of execution. But but you when know we what? get embarrassed off the field by Chicago. What? Oh man! What do we do? Well, last week I had said that you should probably be circling uh, June seventeenth on your calendar. This is the the date that. Um, this is the point of no return as if you're uh, not a fan of the Nolfo. Um Our next uh, four, um, five games, uh, we have Chicago at home. If we can't beat Philadelphia at home, I don't see how we beat Chicago. Beat Chicago. I honestly yeah. do not see this Unless as a winnable Unless Chicago game. gets a red card. Unless Chicago gets a red card and then there's an injury or I don't know what the heck. I don't see this as a winnable game. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say it's going to be 0-1. And then you go on the road for four straight games. Three of them are on the East where we have not won in four years. So I'm going to say statistically that's not going to change this year, mm-hmm. especially the way we're playing. we got to go to New York a loss we got to go to dc more than likely that's a loss we got to go to minnesota and normally you would say that's a win but again a dysfunctional team that's just kind of not there against a team that's started to improve from where yeah, they, they well at were home. at the bottom and they're they playing at, play home. Well at home so that's zero and three and then you got to go with san jose who's playing some pretty good soccer right now surprisingly some good soccer mm. and they're a very tough team at home i'm gonna say that's oh and four now the last game, I believe, is uh, June third. That's the uh, I believe like that's against DC United. Then there's a bye week before June seventeenth. You come back home to Houston. So if <laughs> Kurt, AJ game, yeah, mm-hmm. in which AJ will probably get a hat trick on us and deservedly so. So June seventeenth, if Kurt Nolfo is still a co- uh, coach of the LA Galaxy by June seventeenth, if he's coaching that game against Houston, he is there. For the remainder of the uh, remainder of the season, there's absolutely no reason to not fire him sooner if we do happen to go zero and five. Like there's no reason to give him that extra game and like, oh, let me see how this game goes. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So I think June seventeenth is the point of no return. That is like my assessment. I could be dead wrong on that, uh, and I'm not saying that they're gonna wait till the end of the road trip. They could very well fire him at the end of Chicago if we have another game like Seattle. Uh, we he could be fired, uh, you know, after the the New York game. I don't know, but if you're looking at, you know, when does an awful get the uh, get the axe? It has to be before June seventeenth. Has to be, and and you know that if he gets the axe between now and then, as you're saying, it's gonna be more about the front office covering their own asses. Of course. Other than other than Anolfo not doing what they asked or wanting to, to get rid of him right or wanting to get rid of him it's going to be like oh god we're we're you know the fans are turning on us i mean a lot of fans have already turned on them um but it's more out of frustration not because oh they're just bad this year so i'm not going to care it's more about like this exact behavior they're bad and they're not doing anything about it and as a matter of fact they're happy about it 
And they think they can just sit there on their MLS cups and just be like, oh, we're the team of David Beckham. Happy birthday today, David Beckham, by the way. <laughs> nice uh, and, and we're the team of Landon Donovan and we're the team of Robbie Keane. So, you know, we're, we're big shit. Not, not I, it's, it's not, as you said, LA fans are fickle. What have you done for me lately? And this team, as it came out this week, Gio, Gio was asked whether or not he feels the pressure of uh, of not scoring, and he said no. He yeah. said he doesn't feel the pressure. Yeah, he he said he didn't feel he the said pressure. He's not. He's not. He's he like, said oh, he's not worried he's, about it. He, he said he's gone through tough times throughout his career. This is just another one of those. He'll get through it. And okay, I, I get that you kind of have to say that. And then he did backtrack though in saying that this is the galaxy, so you're pressured to win every single year, week in, week out. Yeah, so I don't kinda, know if that means that he's under pressure. Yeah, I'm not sure how he feels. He's too busy playing, you know, foot golf, right? Or yeah, whatever. With Cosmo. With Come golf. on, Cosmo, get your boy on it. <laughs> Come on, take him out. Take him out for some tacos or something. Do something. Yeah, I, it's uh, and like I like I say, it's, it's yeah, just hard turning on Cosmo now too. No, 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 no. I'm not turning on Cosmo. That's not what he said, Bobby. No, he's like, come on now, all that Cosmo. I'm, 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 I'm edging him. I'm like, come on. No, I'm not edging him. I'm, I'm nudging him. Like, come on, dude. All right, help us out. Come on, Cosmo. Um, what were we talking? Were we talking about the game still? Do we do? Do we still need to talk about this we game? We really didn't talk about the game. Well, we didn't talk about the game. Okay. Like there was nothing. Yeah, to, but like there's, yeah, about, there's like, really yeah, was like nothing last, to talk about. Joe Pedro like hits the post twice. Jermaine Jones missed a wide open header where he was completely unmarked. That was, <laughs> oh my god, that was just so brutal. There's absolutely uh, no reason why a professional soccer player should miss that. Should miss that. That I open, mean, he is completely no on unmarked. No there is nobody and it around on the top him. Of his head. Yeah, yep. and it wasn't even like the ball was just too high. No, he, he just missed it. He, he just, just missed, missed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just a horrible shot, and he knew it right away. He knew no. as soon as he hit it, he mishit it. That he totally missed his shot. And he, I don't know who it was that was behind him. Maybe it was. Was it Baggio or was it? I, I, uh, I wasn't I, paying attention. I, I didn't pay attention to who was I there. I just saw that there was another white shirt where if Jones would have let that ball fall, that guy would have had a clear wide open chance. Well, Jones had a clear wide open chance. That's true. <laughs> was, That's true. Just, I, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not bailing Jones hit. off the hook there. I mean, just this is hit. this is a ball but that should have ended that. at the uh, you know at the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with Joe Pedro's shot, you can just say that was unlucky, man. Like yeah. Yeah. you know, he he, he missed yeah. his shot. It hit the it hit the post twice. You know, it's just, it's, that's just unlucky. And when Joe Pedro, you know, uh, gets ready to take that shot, you're just like, uh, why? Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so it's just, um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, is that when, when I'm watching this game, um, you, you, the, the, the Galaxy dominated possession. They had about 63% yeah. uh, percent, yeah. uh, possession. So, uh, they outshot the, the the opponent as yeah. well, but again, maybe it's because I'm in that you know pool of negativity where I'm like, you know what, we didn't deserve to win this game. I mean, I think it a zero zero scoreline was pretty was pretty fair. It wasn't one of those games where earlier in the season where I said, man, with a little bit of luck, uh, we could have beat Dallas, we could have beat Portland. Um, well, yeah, because we had two already. clear chances, and, and you know, maybe a few weeks ago, I would have been, man, you know, if that ball doesn't hit the post, or you know, we a little bit of luck, that ball goes in, or Jones gets that shot on, or uh, 
or Emma, uh, he had a clear sh- uh, shot as well. Man, we, we should have won that game, but oh, we're right there. But no, my, my, my attitude has completely changed to where, yeah, I, I don't feel we deserve to win this game. It was mm-hmm. it was it was bland. It was uh, it was boring. I, I think Philadelphia um, had a couple shots where, you know, I think Roe had to make a, a, a couple saves and we could have easily just lost that game uh, the same way. And again, maybe it's my mentality has changed since then where I'm just, you know, it's going to be a little bit hard to get me out of that negativity now. But I don't think I feel at the end of this game like, man, we should have had three points because I don't feel that way. So, yeah, I don't think I, you know, I in no way did that game say we might have been able to sneak one. No way. No. Yeah. But I, like I said, I, I think all of our attitudes have changed since you know, beginning of the <laughs> you season. Think? Just just a tad. Just you a think? Tad. Well, well, now we're seeing now we have evidence that we see, yeah, exactly. that we see now, stuff happening on the field. Right. Right. So, yeah. So let, let me just go ahead and bring up this counter. We couldn't at home. We could not beat a team. That is winless for 248 days, three <laughs> hours, and 35 seconds of this uh, as of this recording. I mean, that's bad, guys. That's really bad. That's bad. That's horrible. Um, like I said, now we got Chicago next week on Saturday, and you got four games uh, on the road, three of them in the East, one against your arch rival or one of your rivals. <laughs> um, we haven't hit rock bottom yet, but we're close. We're getting oh, close. We're, we're close. getting very, very close. Wait until that, yeah. wait until that, uh, that road swing. So let's say that. Look into Lewis's crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's say that Nuffle does get the axe uh, at some point between now and June 17th. Um, I guess the hashtag now that's going around, I believe the Riot Squad started it. Uh, it's the hashtag fix it. Fix it. Um, so, uh, so let's say that Anolfo gets the axe and they bring in a new coach. Whoever that coach is, is this fixable? Or do you think that this, uh, I don't know, this maybe. is fixable? Um, it's, obviously, get- it's obviously not a switch that it's either fixed or not fixed. Right? Um, but I think that I seeing, think that's what fans would want to see, though. Yeah, of course. That's what every fan wants to see. That's what they assume. It's like, oh, it's just the one thing, and then it's fixed. Um, I think I need to see steps in the right direction. Uh, right now, like I said, this is maybe like a lean, or like maybe you look over, you look over in the direction of the right direction uh, after this game, but it certainly wasn't a step or a lean or anything like that. Um, with a new coach coming in, you at least have maybe some better ideas, maybe some better ways to help the team figure out what their chemistry issue is, uh, maybe a new different level of respect. Uh, because right now, Kurt Anolfo, I don't think, has any respect in the locker room. He may just be one of the guys instead of being the leader. I don't. I don't even you know think I mean? that's it. Not I don't even think that's it either. Not one of the guys is like. It might. Like, it might have started drink, off like that. Just like. Yeah. It might have started off like that, but because you 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 know you went that direction, you know you don't have that leadership role anymore. You kind of mm-hmm. lost them. Yeah. To me, he's like the boss that nobody respects, and yeah. so they just screw around when he's not looking. Yeah. And then pretend to work when they're when they are when he is looking. Um. Yeah, that's probably that's actually that's exactly what I think he is. 
I think he's a guy that's screwing around when it when when they think he, when uh, sorry, his players are screwing around when he's not looking, and when he does look or come to check on him, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing stuff, we're we're working, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think whoever if if an offer does get the axe, whoever the front office chooses as the new coach, um, I'm not quite ready to give up on the season as as long as it nothing changes. We're not making the playoffs. Just straight up, uh, n- nothing's going to change there. Something has to change either w- with the front Frank. office or with the with the coach to Frank. bring in something new. Something. Well, there needs to be a drastic change. Yeah, a drastic <laughs> change. So, depending on who that coach is, I-, I do believe that we can have a turnaround. Uh, we saw it with Seattle last season. We saw it with Portland the year before that. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to be in MLS Cup if that happens. But I do believe that there can be a turnaround because I do believe that there's talent on this team, but they are grossly underperforming. So you have to bring in a coach that at least brings out that talent and make sure that they all, they're all on the same page here. Whoever that coach is, it has to be a sexy pick at this point because you couldn't be any more bland with Anolfo. Yeah. And every... Every fan was like, uh, okay. Most did not like him. I was willing to give him a chance. I gave him a chance. It failed. Okay, cool. Now correct your mistake. I think just for the fans' sake, this has to be a sexy pick. Whether so it's whether it's the right pick or not, at least for the fans' sake, to get you back on their good side, it has to be a sexy pick. Who's the sexy pick? Herrera? I have no idea. I, 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 what? Herrera? Uh, apparently, he's going to America, so, right. that's, that, so that's not going to happen. But I have no idea who that sexy pick is. I can assure you I have no idea who that sexy pick is. There's not there's not, no name. I, I that, can tell you right now, it's not Siggy. I hope it's not it's Siggy. It's not Bob Bradley. I I don't Bob think Bob Bradley is not the sexy pick. He's not the sexy pick, He's but the it's the pragmatic pick. But I would probably have more faith in Bob Bradley than most of the coaches Me out too. There, and at I least think at that he this can build moment. the team. It's not the sexy pick. I think that might be the most correct pick. But I don't think it's necessarily the sexy pick. I don't know who the sexy pick would be. But. Slatan? Slatan. <laughs> yeah. I, and one of the changes that has to happen um, this offense is, um, at least at the moment, it, it's very impotent. Only Alessandrini is doing any sort of productiveness on the field. Uh, Gio, we know, goes MIA for about 85 minutes. Um, hasn't scored since the first game off a penalty kick. No one else is stepping up. Is there is there some kind of like team building retreat we can send them on? Is there like a? I, I believe can that's, they go to like an escape yes, room or that, can they I, go I believe to, that's called uh, preseason. Oh, um, uh, but I mean something needs to change, and uh, they, they remember that they still have one DP slot left, and um, I believe it was earlier. Or, I'm sorry, it was uh, sometime last week after we had recorded our last podcast. It, uh, Kevin Baxter um, reported that the Galaxy are actually pursuing, uh, officially trying to pursue Andre uh, Gignac of Tigres of Mexico. Yep. Uh, so that's their next target. It's not that they're, they've made him an offer. It's not that he's officially been signed. Um, he's just reporting that that's the guy that they're targeting at the moment. So they're looking for another striker. They're looking for another scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, which they desperately need. Um, does it make a difference if he comes in? I think it makes a difference. I think that uh, bringing in a guy like Gina could could help um, 
could help bring up Geo's game. Uh, it could definitely help up bring Alessandrini's game since they they'll have that French connection. My only worry is that then that form that potentially forms a click and then divides the locker room even more. Well, I, I well, Bobby, your thoughts? What do you think I about? Really, I, I really don't think it'll make a change unless our midfield gets better. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, I have fo- to agree with that. Our forwards well. are not getting the ball in the in in the areas that they need to get the ball. I have to so agree with you. That's on that as that's well. the issue, and then we need the strikers to strike, of course. But um, I think the interesting thing is if you do sign him, um, and you put Jazzy's artist back in the midfield, you'll have Jazzy's artist, uh, Jermaine Jones, Jal Pedro, um. If Legit was still uh, healthy and not yeah. injured, he'd be in there. I think that if Legit was he'd healthy, we'd have team. a very different team. Yeah, I feel like really, we'd you really believe I, I think that. that. I, I think, think so that he's too. he's missing. He's kind of the missing link. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree that. I, I honestly that, would put that, him that, in that instead be, of Jermaine Jones. Obviously, yes, I agree with you there, one hundred percent. And I agree that he will change the dynamic of the team, and that the team desperately needs his spark, his energy. I'm not saying and, we're we're a playoff team. But, I'm just saying we're, we we look better. But mm-hmm. I don't think the results would change. To be honest, I really don't. I I just think with everything that's going on that we had seen going, you know, in off the field. Um, and with everything that's happening in the front office and, and with Anolfo, I just don't really think it makes a difference. I, I think that if you're going to, if you're going to sign new players, um, you're going to have to get a new coach to, to make the system work. I mean, you saw what happened when you, you, you signed in, uh, Lo, uh, Seattle signed Lodero and then fire Siggy Rafter. He never coached him for one game. Um, and then just wrote all, wrote that all the way to MLS cup. Right. I, I just think that. You know, bringing in that one player won't make a difference at this point. I think that the coach has to change. Something has to change. Um, I doubt anything will happen in, in the front office uh, this season. Depending on how the Galaxy end up, you know, heads might roll in the front office. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure yet. But I, I think the most imminent thing that can happen is you, you got to get a new coach. And if that's not working out, then you're going to have to start looking higher up. But I think the first and foremost thing is you have to get the new coach because the, the, the results, you know, you're getting to a point where, okay, you're pretty well in midseason form now. You know, you, you've played eight games. Um, it's still, you know, first week of May, so you still got quite a bit to go, but you're in midseason form at the bottom of the standings. You really need to change something. Cause, yeah. And especially, like I said, the next five games is not looking good. It's, you know, it has to start with coach. You think if something like a GM changes without changing the coach, do you think something like that would make a difference? Not really, to be honest. The the, the GM, if you bring in a new GM, okay. I mean, he's a coach's boss. He's a coach's boss, yeah. But if the GM changes, it's his job to get rid of the coach. So if he sees fit, like, okay, you're not going, um, you're not doing what we're told. You're not getting the results that we're that, that we're expecting. Uh, one way or the other, he has to get the axe. Even if you if you keep the philosophy that, that the team has, um, um, kind of set 
uh, fourth this season where I'm bringing my Galaxy 2 players. I'm cost-cutting. Fair enough. Keep the philosophy. But you got to find the coach that actually makes it work. Right. You also have to find the GM that makes it work. Yeah. So... Um, there uh, look, is a right way of doing things, and if uh, you know if these uh, if Vienna's and Klein and and Anolfo, you know if if AEG and uh, Beckerman want to stick with this philosophy, then they need to find uh, people that can actually make that philosophy work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they were booed off the, the field again. Yeah, that's uh, two games in a row, and Saturday, and night. I can't blame them. I can't blame them. Yeah. No. No. So. Bobby, you got anything else? Bobby? No, no, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, Bobby, yeah. Bobby is clearly done because he just stopped talking and (laughs) he's just like, yep, you guys, you guys just talk and I'll just sit here and be like. I I mean, I actually, I actually think that that a lot, a lot of that, like a good meaty part of that was exactly the same as as episode 67. So I'll just (laughs) let you guys continue. (laughs) Nothing's changed, man. Nothing's changed. That's why we're saying something's got to change. Yeah. There you go. We'll just have the same show next week. Yeah. (laughs) Until something changes. Until something changes. Well, that's what we want. (laughs) We might actually just like let this out at the same way. I'm not sure if anyone would actually notice just replace Philadelphia with Chicago. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that game. Let's let's, let's talk about LA Chicago then. Go for it. Um, Juninho returns to the Stub Hub. Well, I mean, he was with Cholos uh, last year when he came over, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time Juninho since he's back, been back in MLS returns, uh, Bastion Schweinsteiger. Um, apparently it's a Galaxy Throwback Night, and so they're giving away uh, some uh, old school Galaxy mustard yellow uh, T-shirts. Very cool. I will be wearing my mustard yellow uh, jersey if I can't find my teal green whatever or teal uh, 2002 yeah. shirt. But uh, what do you think about L.A. Chicago, guys? Oh, man. I feel yeah, like I, we're I, in for a trashing. I, I, I've already said it. I don't see this as a winnable game. I honestly don't. I mean, I really hope, I really hope something happens. But I mean, we're defi- I mean, I'm definitely rooting for them, and <laughs> I'm course. hoping that they we're, win. But As I mean, always. I, but, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not one of those people who are like, I hope we lose so that the coach gets, gets fired. I mean, I, that's a little counterproductive there. I mean, you want the coach fired because he's not winning so if you start winning it doesn't you know i don't care if the coach is fired like, or not. okay cool keep doing that. yeah keep doing that <laughs> right exactly that's exactly what i expected of you otherwise i would have wanted you fired but um so i'm definitely rooting for them but I, I, yeah i just <laughs> I, I just can't to, that's all well, we yeah. Can say. It, yeah i mean that's the only the only thing i mean we have again if, for us. If, if we cannot beat philadelphia how and you know we, we can't What's score against us, them Dave? What, what, what's going to happen when Juninho, Dex McCarty, and Schweinsteiger is running circles around yeah. our midfield? Well, that's yeah. going to happen. You know Juni's going to take a shot from outside and score yeah. a golazo. Oh, you yeah, know yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah, oh, yeah. I fully he's been, that. He's been, he's been probing it yeah. all year. Yeah. He's been probing it since the beginning. <laughs> he's been trying that, that <laughs> shot just every now and again. And just so you guys know, Diop participated in, in, in light training today. So you know that Diop is an awful guy. He's gonna. He, you think he he's might. gonna put him back in and starting? I again? hope not, man. I really hope not, because I, I again, I want to oh see God. Brian my Rowe. Eyes got so big right now. I was like, <laughs> why, why? Because you know Schweinsteiger is gonna go to town on him. You know oh. Juninho is gonna go to town. It's you know Dax is gonna go to town. Uh, yeah. I, 
I hope Brian Rose stays in the in the starting lineup. Um, and don't make us eat our words. We'll see. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was he gonna say? The the only thing that really is a is that we have going for us in this game is that Chicago is not a great road team. So they're not a great road team, but the Galaxy are not a, a good team. A good team. Period. <laughs> so. Good team at their home this season. So. They're not a good road or home team. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, I'll I'll in? be there. I'll, I I will be there at least. I, I um, might I might wear that. Uh, I think it's the second jersey though. That black and green like vertical stripes. Oh, the one that's like two hundred pounds. The one that's like two hundred pounds, <laughs> and I, I have it signed by that by that uh, team. The entire team signed that yeah, that jersey. Nice. So maybe I'll wear that one. Yeah, there you go. It'll remind cool. me of better times. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the MLS recap. Week nine. Let's do it. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, man. should we do should we do that or should we just skip this part? What do you skip mean? Skip it? No, 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 nothing. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh MLS recap, week nine. Welcome to Balls and Beers. <laughs> <laughs> uh Toronto versus Houston. Toronto 2-0. Josie gets two goals. Uh, the first one on a really nice, like 10 pass, 10 plus pass, uh, build up. Mm -hmm. This is what a cohesive midfield looks like. I couldn't believe I was like, wow, (laughs) those guys know where they're going and they know how to open up space for each other. Holy crap. What league is this? (laughs) (laughs) And then on the second goal, uh, uh, Jovinko and Altidore have a nice little give and go. It's like these guys are mind melted in mm-hmm. this in this play. I mean, they don't even have to look. They just know where they're gonna go. They know the weight, the perfect weight of the ball. It was a it was a beautiful build up between or a beautiful exchange between those two. So that Josie gets a second goal. Um, AJ and uh, Leonardo on the field for Houston. And uh, one thing I found really interesting, AJ De La Garza posted on Instagram apologizing to the fans for the way that Houston lost that game. I don't think Houston played all that badly. They just came up against a really good Toronto team. Yeah. But that goes to show you the mentality of a player like that, of a guy like AJ, that's like, that's not good enough. Whereas you look at LA and they're like, yeah, we're learning. We have to learn from this. There's things that are positive. And Cardinalfo saying, I thought we played really good soccer. I don't <laughs> think he knows what soccer is. <laughs> There's a balance between the two, and he, he's not, you know, walking that line right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> it, it really is delusional at this point. So it, there is a line that you have to walk between, like, look, I'm, I'm going to take some positives, but I, I got to acknowledge what's going on right now. And it's just, it, he's not having yeah, it. Well, so. I, I, I liked, I, it was nice to see that a guy like AJ, you know, Putting it out there in public, going like, "Hey, we we know that we can do better than." But that's that. not surprising for AJ. Yeah, I know. It's not. I know. It's not something like. Wait, God damn, it's not I'm, out of character. I really miss AJ. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I I know we said we were going to try not to mention him, but we still play the league, man. Him. That's right. Uh, Montreal, Vancouver. So last week we called this a the battle of the two bad Canadian teams. Um. This game wasn't all that great. As expected. No. Uh, yeah, as expected. So Donadell takes a just a, what seemed to be just like a probing shot from like 30 yards out and somehow it went in. 
<laughs> keeper didn't really see it or he just reacted late. Maybe there was another player blocking him. But he just like to me, it just seemed like there was no keeper there. And he went in. And it went in. That was crazy. Um, on the other side, uh, the, uh, the ball gets cleared out to the uh, top of the 18. And Andrew Jackson uh, takes it with a volley pass into the back of the net. Very nice goal. Um, really simple looking, but, you know, it's kind of hard to, to take that on the volley. Uh, to tie it up for Vancouver. And then uh, Vancouver gets a goal against a run of play. Teixeira um, has a nice, calm, cool, collected finish to get the winner for for, uh, for the visitors. Welcome to MLS. Yep. Uh, Orlando versus Colorado. Uh, Orlando, again, 2-0. Uh, not a lot, surprise again. Not a surprise. A team that's below us in the standings. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bright colors in this game. This, you know, I know the game was played in uh, Fort Lauderdale, but... It really did look like it was Miami because it was a purple and the yellow and the blue and the green. It looked it like it really did look it was like, oh, just need some ruffles. And then it's like full on <laughs> Miami. <Kind of laughs> uh, Alan Gordon was starting for Colorado. Kyle Laren misses two really, really wide open opportunities early on. Uh, Gordon gets an elbow to the face and Ricky Kaká makes his return. Uh, Carlos Rivas scored a golazo from the seven, in the 70th minute to pull Orlando up. And then in stoppage time, Laren takes a shot and hits the post, but it tees it up perfectly for Kaká to put it in, making it a dream return for him. Uh, you know, easy goal in his uh, first game back. If you can put a cherry on top of an MLS game, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it literally just spun on the line for Kaká to come in, tap in. Yeah. So it was uh, it was nice. Did you guys see that Carlos Rivas goal? I did. Uh, I it. On uh, first impression, I would have. I'm, I'm a sucker for those outside shots, so I have to. I have to call it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for those outside shots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Columbus versus NYCFC. I did not put this game uh, game scoreline in my notes. <laughs> it was three to two. New York won three to two. Game. I didn't even question it. I was just looking at it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was three to two. So, New York New- wins. And I, I had mentioned this last week on Balls and Beers. Something goofy is going to happen in this game, and sure enough, oh, New yeah. York pulls out the win in Columbus. In Columbus, yeah, Crazy. and and I think, a comeback um, win, by the way. Right, and I think you mm-hmm. even said, yeah. or I think it was Bobby that was saying uh, that Columbus has that home field advantage, like that they're like that the mystique of the of Columbus I, Crew Stadium. I think it was I, you. Yeah, I said that, but um, that's what I said. Something goofy is going to happen yeah. in this game, and I don't know why. Yeah, no, 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 Via, no Pirlo, but no uh, problem. No problem for for NYCFC. <laughs> Jack Harrison opens the scoring. Uh, Iguain equalizes, and uh, and then there was a huge mistake from Callens. Uh, who gets caught and uh, and uh, Finley or he catches Finley under pressure. Um, Finley collects the ball, sends it over to Iwain right at the penalty spot, who lays a dummy for uh, Kamara to put it away, and then Herrera equalizes it for NYCFC. So crazy. Uh, and then uh, and then at the the very end, uh, Jack Harrison puts the visitors ahead to. To pull out a to NYCFC victory. victory. 
So it was back and forth, but it was kind of a boring game, to be honest with you. I mean, it was that wacky, there was that wackiness element to it, but the pace of the game overall was kind of slow. Mm. I missed it. Yeah, it, I, it, I couldn't it say wasn't, anything, but I actually missed it. It wasn't a great. It wasn't a great game. Interesting with the three-two scoreline, right? And it was back and forth. They they, they traded yeah, goals. They did. Um, New York Red Bull versus Chicago. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, New York two, Chicago one. Dax McCarty's return to Red Bull Arena. Um, this was a very entertaining game. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips scores his 73rd career goal. Uh, Nikolic gets a goal. Uh, um, sorry. Nikolic scores the first goal that New York Red Bulls have conceded at Red Bull Arena in 2017. And... The guy who assisted, of course, was Dax McCarty. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but he did his best Lionel Messi impression. Uh, collected the ball yes, on top of the box. I did see Back that. to goal. Has a defender. He has two defenders on him. He kind of turns back as he's gonna, uh, as if he's going to uh, lay the ball off. And then just does a quick little turn and cuts inside in between two defenders and lays it off uh, for Nikolic to finish. It was really nice. I mean, it was like, holy crap. It was like the, the ginger messy. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but then uh, Kamar Lawrence uh, gets one past Chicago for the win. Uh, it was obviously a very emotional night for uh, Dax McCarty. He stayed well after the game, taking pictures, signing autographs for fans. At one point, a Chicago official tried to get him to come back in the locker room, but he wasn't having it. He he sat there and argued with them for a second, like, no, 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 I, I need to stay out here. Uh, so nice to see that Dax gets uh, a little bit of glory in his return. Lots of love from the fans, but New York Red Bull get the get the win. And as Lewis pointed out a few weeks ago, seems like New York is uh, turning that page. Yep, yeah. Uh, next up is Minnesota San Jose. So as I said last week, Minnesota was not going to be able to get two in a row, uh, and they were shut out for the f- second time this season. Uh, Cato uh, San Jose's Cato hit a crossbar from distance. Uh, I thought Minnesota played well, but and they were unlucky uh, to get uh, that goal scored against them. Uh, Bobby Shuttleworth made some really good saves, and you know it was just. It wasn't for lack of trying. Minnesota ha- seemed like they had the the run of play for most of the game. Um, did you guys see it? Any nothing? No, no actually, they didn't really uh, get a catch this game either. Um, yeah, I, I, actually, I, although I thought this was probably it, it's weird with these with these two teams. I thought this was probably one of the more intriguing matchups of the week, to be honest with you, because um, both these teams. I mean, San Jose is surprising me this year. I, I actually. I don't think I had them as a playoff team this year. And um, then you have Minnesota as an expansion team who have picked up since their first Mm -hmm. three games. So I thought this would be interesting. Like something's got to give, which one's going to, you know, that's why I had it as a a tie. I had called it as a tie um, because I couldn't really pick. I I was probably the most interested in seeing uh, this game and I missed it, but fuck San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up is Portland, Dallas. So Dallas, as you guys know, is the last undefeated team in MLS, and they remained that way this week. Portland 2, Dallas 2. Um, this was an entertaining game. Yes, it was. Um, this I is probably this what, what you should be expecting to see in a Western Conference Final. Yeah. 
I think, more or less. Uh, maybe switch Portland with Kansas City, I would say. Oh. I have, well, I have Kansas City as my dark horse, so they're up there. Yeah. Uh, Fernando Adi returns to get a goal. Uh, he, uh, he's complete, he goes completely unmarked somehow. Uh, but then Maxi Arruti scores a beauty against his former team. Uh, and he goes and he celebrates with Pareja. So that's one of the other things that I really took note there is you have a guy like Pareja who, uh, you know, you're one of your more important players like Maxi Arruti scores a big goal and then he immediately runs over Oscar Pareja and, you know, they're saying stuff to each other as as Rudy's running over. But he gets there. They embrace. That's a team that loves their coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Sebastian Blanco gets his first goal for Portland. Uh, and he was pretty much the catalyst for Portland in this entire game. No Diego Valeri this week. Um, but uh, Sebastian Blanco stepped up and he was the driving force for those guys. Uh, but... Not to be outdone, Dallas equalized through Tesco, Tesco Akindeli. Um, Kellen Acosta was denied late by Antonella, and the teams had to settle for a point each. Uh, next up is Sporting Kansas City versus RSL. So no surprise here. RSL uh, at home, or sorry, RSL at Sporting Kansas City uh, lose 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see Benny Failhaber? I didn't. I, no. I did not see this one. Uh, Benny Failhaber from 20 yards out just yeah, casually stepped up and slots it home for Kansas City. Um, RSL thought they got went back through Ja Plata, but it was deemed offside. Uh, Dom Dwyer gets a goal to open the second half in stoppage time, and then Gerso gets the third goal after... Uh, RSL, half of the RSL backline is caught ball watching. Uh, no surprise. RSL has a lot of work to do, and Sporting Kansas City is looking really good. Um, I Also, worth noting, Kurt Anolfo was coach of Sporting Kansas City, and Peter Vermes was the GM. Anolfo was fired by Vermes, and then he appointed himself head coach, and they've they've been formidable. Uh, foes ever since. Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to to note that. Okay, well, Kansas City did have a complete makeover of their entire team, so the entire franchise had a makeover. I'm sure that has something to do with that as well. Uh, Semantics. Uh, (laughs) Seattle versus New England. Uh, I mean, Philadelphia versus Montreal. No, 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 no. It was Seattle, New England. Uh, 3-3. Welcome to MLS. Stephen Fry. Dude. Stephen Fry pulls a Robert Green with Clint Dempsey on the field, no less. <laughs> Unfortunately, Clint Dempsey is on his own, is on his team. Um, Kobayashi sends one. Uh, just one of those, just like, eh, I'm just going to hit this and see what happens. Uh, Fry should have had no trouble with this, but he lets the shot just slip through his fingers and uh, New England get their goal. Uh, Juan Agudelo gets the second goal for New England and the third goal. Uh, first one on a diving header. Uh, and then with 15 minutes left to play, Seattle decides they're going to start playing. Well, I think Seattle was always playing they just couldn't finish their chances how many times did they hit the post in this game 
don't know, two, they, three. They hit, they hit the, fo- the the post quite, uh, quite a few times, and they had plenty of chances to like put this game away. Right, and they weren't uh, they weren't going in, and uh, New England took advantage of it, scored their three goals uh, when they finally decided to actually finish. You know, it was a little bit too late. Um, but they still were able to, you know, come back three down and gain their point. Yeah. Uh, Seattle started working their way at the, the field. Lodero's uh, shot gets deflected by a New England defender to get the, to spark the comeback. And then uh, with less than two minutes, uh, with, with less than 10 minutes, uh, Brian Smetzer brings in Ramon Torres, who's a center back. And I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? What are you, why are you bringing a defender in when you're two goals down? Whatever it was, it worked because it just it occupied the New England defense. Will Bruin, the dancing bear, gets a gets a goal, and uh, and the captain Ozzy Alonso equalizes to complete the comeback. So they celebrated that thing like it was a win. Yeah, I mean, you just tied against New England at home uh, again. This is this feels like it's a good comeback. So you got to feel that you salvaged yeah. the point, yeah, but yeah. you've lost two points. dude. Yeah. You, that, yeah. that was a supposed yeah. to be three points. Yeah. Uh, especially against new England. How does new England not close that game out though? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> true. Seriously, like new it's England true. needed to close that game out. How yeah. do they not close that game? I don't out? know. I don't know. God. Horrible. Uh, all right. And then the last three zero is the new two zero. The most dangerous scoreline. That's funny. I was going to add that to the notes. Uh, <laughs> All right, last game is Atlanta versus DC United. Atlanta goes up early. Uh, Bill Hamid looked like he was going to have a long night, and uh, Kenwin Jones gets the goal for Atlanta. Bobby, that was the one that you said. Yeah, you felt like he should have had, and you just swiped at it, and it, it was went right next to him he or something. Right, and under, just, right under his arm. Yeah, it bounced on him, and then went under. Right, right, but, yeah, I can't talk right now. But in was what was probably the most wacky thing that happened in MLS this week. <laughs> DC wins three to yeah. one. Was that thing? Uh, Lamar Nagel gets a goal out. thanks ga- thanks to a deflection from uh, Parkers as he was sliding in to p- trying to block the shot. Uh, Luis- Luciano Acosta snuck one in, beating Khan. Uh, I don't know. If I, I, maybe I've never noticed Luciano Acosta because he's so tiny. That dude's tiny. Yeah, he is. He's smaller than Emma Boateng. Yeah, he's 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 is small he? guy. That much? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, he's small guy. That's okay. he's like five three. That's probably why he yeah, snuck he, that goal in. Yeah. <laughs> Small guy. Uh, and then uh, and then Acosta sends uh, Latou through, and uh, all Latou has to do is beat the keeper, and he does. So three <laughs> one DC United at Atlanta. That was a shock. Worst that was the lock biggest ever. <laughs> yeah, that was the biggest shock. Check out beer, uh, balls and beers about. Oh my our- god. Yeah, no one, no, on nobody. I don't care who you are. I don't even think DC <laughs> thought they were going to win this game. <laughs> Probably, no, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Yeah. But damn, well, they're good for them. And, and again, uh, uh, they were playing at Atlanta, so they were playing away. Yeah. That's, That's welcome to MLS, yeah. everybody. There you go. Where we try to predict this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. You have anything uh, last more words to say? That's all I got this week. Um, I hope the Galaxy win, and I hope we're wrong about uh, L.A. Chicago, hope. but... We all hope. <laughs> like, yep. What else can I say? I don't know. We need like, See to you have, next like, time? some joint prayer or something. <laughs> I don't know. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody, anybody make a make a donation to Jobu lately? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. I say we do it ourselves. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, episode 68. And I'm here with David and Lewis. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. And um, yeah, man. We hope. We hope. All right, bye. Check out Balls and Beers. Well, yeah. Check out our penalty show, Balls and Beers. Later. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.